Welcome to Homegrown Solutions, Building Community Wealth, a podcast about how local agents of change are creating community wealth and building the new in their own neighborhoods. Hear their stories. My name is Austin Africa, a member of the Kepler Institute and host of this episode. Thanks for tuning in. This installment, I'll be speaking with Mariah Ivey, poet, artist, and curriculum coordinator for Alchemy, a Kepler initiative to support and build community wealth in our neighborhoods. So first off, Mariah, can you just start with a brief introduction about yourself, um, who you are, what you do, some of the work you're involved with? Yes. Well, first, thank you uh, for having me um, in this conversation. I'm excited to, to dig into it. Um, I am Mariah Ivy, um, poet, uh, musician, MC. Um I have the pleasure of working with Kepra and doing a bunch of wonderful creative things there, um, specifically building curriculum, like you said, with Alchemy, um, doing work with our Cafe Creative uh, Initiative, as well as some other things such as book studies and uh, other things that are in the works. Um, I'm also a student at IUPUI, um, Africana Studies major, philosophy minor. Uh, Alanian scholars, so lots of different things, but overall, I just love people, love art, love community, so yeah. Great, thank you. So the first question I want to ask is, in your opinions, what is the meaning of community wealth? It's such a a big um, idea, really, um, but I think to break down community wealth building, we're looking at social capital, we're looking at cultural capital, financial capital. Um, we're looking at all of these things that help us to build a community that invests in itself um, and is supported and sustained by its relationships. Um, so specifically, when you look at alchemy and, and how we're talking about community wealth building, it, it primarily centers um, humans, right? This human-centered approach. It primarily centers relationships and, and using relationships as as a means to finding sustainability. Um, so it's a it's a hub of resources, right? It is um, it is a constant conversation among community members as to how we can continue to grow and support one another, um, even when there is no financial capital there, right? Um, we can rely on other aspects and other sectors to keep us growing together. So I think that would be like my quick, maybe in a nutshell, uh, description of community wealth. Yeah, that's perfect. So you mentioned how um, some of like some of the importances of it, but do you want to just uh, go a little bit deeper about why community wealth is um, so important? Yeah, um, community wealth is important because one, it takes us out of this this traditional mindset, so to speak, right? So when I come across different entrepreneurs, um, most of them have this idea that 
this is what I have to do in order to become successful, right? And and a lot of that largely depends upon um, loans, money, you know, how do I start up, um, you know, grants, if I can get those things. And, and we're climbing this ladder, but we have this traditional philosophy um, that in a lot of ways is rooted within capitalism. And um, that model can in many ways feed us this this goal of the American dream, which, you know, we know is not, is not a thing, <laughs> you know? Um, and it takes out this idea of building relationships because we live in such a individualistic country that tells us, you know, that we have to, whoever makes this to the top first, right? Um, every man for himself kind of idea. Um, but when you look at community wealth building, it challenges you and it forces you to, to call on your neighbors, right? It forces you to be in community and build and grow with the people that are around you. It forces you to think about creative alternatives that are not so dependent upon um, the mainstream uh, or, or dominant society, culture, right? It forces you to create um, and to talk and to have these conversations. And so I think it's so important because if we know that the American dream is not necessarily for everyone, right? And if we know that capitalism is, should not also be the goal, um, then we have to figure out what sources, what resources, what, what uh, gifts we have in our own backyards. And I think that mindset, that community wealth building mindset um, forces us to do that, right? So, yeah. Going back to Alchemy and Kepra, um, what is the program that you're in lead with or you know, in collaboration with? And can you talk a little bit about your personal journey and how you got involved in that program and where you are now? Um, so Alchemy um, right now is a is an incubator accelerator for entrepreneurs. Um, we have been working with various entrepreneurs over the last eight weeks um, in terms of like just getting a great understanding of what the philosophy is. Um, helping them to hone in on some of those traditional aspects of their business, such as marketing and um, promotion and logos and things of that nature, but then also making sure that idea of relationship building and collaboration is at the center, at the core. Um, so that's what we've spent the last eight weeks doing. And, and now we are transitioning into kind of giving some more one-on-one uh, -on -one small group focus um, to our entrepreneurs, um, to start basically building a program for what they would like to specifically work on. Um, and that can look like a bunch of different things. So Alchemy has been an exciting and interesting and evolving process, um, trying to figure out what the needs are of our communities, trying to figure out what resources we have as a team and what we can offer. So it's been it's been really exciting and I've been learning a lot as well. Just hearing 
what these entrepreneurs are doing and being a part of the conversation and learning from the presenters that we've been inviting uh, who are doing amazing things in, an, in Indianapolis. Um, so yeah, my role primarily has been to build our curriculum. So for our first eight week session, I pretty much got an idea of where we wanted to go for each week. And I built a curriculum around that um, and made sure our entrepreneurs had a weekly homework assignment um, but also had resources and tools that they could go back and, and reflect on and do extra work to get a better understanding of each uh, week's conversation as well. And um, I kind of got involved in that just by, well, if you're in Kepper of Work, then <laughs> it's not hard to get involved in a bunch of different things. <laughs> so it kind of just like started from a conversation. Um, we were initially looking for curriculums, right, um, that we could potentially adopt. We were looking for different people who had worked in this area that could help us. Um, and here I was just like, hey, you know, I thoroughly enjoy building curriculum. Um, maybe we can not only save some funds <laughs> in this area um, by outsourcing, kind of keeping it in-house, but um, but we can also use this as a foundation to grow and learn from and figure out what's needed in the future. So we'll trial and error this thing. And that's kind of what we did. So how is the Alchemy program contributing or helping to build community wealth? I think the Alchemy program is an example all on its own of what building community wealth looks like. Um, so it's interesting you ask this because when I look at entrepreneurs who are a part of it, they are participating in this process that is actually community wealth building. <laughs> so, you know, one might think, oh, I'm going to these different sessions and I'm, I'm learning this stuff. I'm asking these questions. I'm blah, 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 blah. But you're actually participating in this process of building relationships and getting to the root of those things, building social capital, um, creating a safe space, a hub of entrepreneurs from all over our city who are collaborating and, and you know, sharing their ideas and sharing their resources. That is community wealth building. Um, and so I think alchemy all by itself is a living example of what it looks like to do it and to do it intentionally. Just if you could tell me seven critical reasons why this program should exist. Seven critical reasons. Ooh, this should have been homework. I should have came prepared <laughs> with this. <laughs> seven critical reasons why this should exist. Hmm. Okay. Let's think. Number one, um, this program is critical because it challenges our existing perspectives um, and it gives us new ones <laughs> number two um, it places relationships at the center of sustainability um, and challenges us to have conversations with others 
And I think that's extremely important. Number three, um, it gives us an opportunity to create a new model um, or to revitalize an existing model that we have overlooked previously. Four, um, it should exist because it brings community together, right? It, it brings us into rooms with people we might not have um, chosen on our own uh, to, to converse with and to collaborate with. So new, new adventure, new opportunity. <laughs> Five, let's see. This is getting hard, Ashley. Five. Uh, <laughs> why this is a critical reason to exist. Um, it also challenges us to unlearn and unlearn white supremacist thought, behavior, and models um, and relearn maybe some more traditional, um, well, that are less traditional from, you know, the dominant culture, but more traditional um, to black culture and to other indigenous cultures of building community wealth. So I would say that's that's one. Six, to challenge capitalism um, and to create alternatives to it. Seven, ding, 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 let's say, Seventh critical reason. Hmm. Um, I would also say it gives us an opportunity to learn. I mean, I know I've already said that, but just all by itself, just to learn, um, even as adults, right? Because we never stop learning. And so because this is an intergenerational model, we have elders in the space, we have young people in the space, we have seasoned entrepreneurs, we have entrepreneurs who are just starting, who only have an idea and haven't, you know, gone, um, who haven't built out their plan from there. So it's such a beautiful space to learn from all kinds of people from all different walks of life. And I think that intergenerational piece is critical. Boom, there are my seven critical yeah, reasons. great. <laughs> <laughs> Those were perfect. Um, thank you so much, Mariah. Those last question thank you so much for joining <laughs> us and thanks everyone for tuning in and be sure to um check out any more of the work that we're doing mariah did you want to plug anything if this you want to this is your space to do it now man uh if you are tuning in make sure you follow kepra um stay uh stay in the loop on everything that we're doing and everything that we will be doing in the future because it will always involve community so there will always be room for people to hop into the work um and if you're looking to get involved with anything artistic um or just staying in the loop with that definitely follow that piece open mic um for the work that i'm doing over there as well okay and that's it thank you all thank you so much thank you Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homegrown Solutions, Building Community Wealth. If you're interested in joining us as agents of change in our communities and would like to support our work, visit kepra.org backslash building dash community dash wealth dash campaign. The music for this episode is A Drop of Water in the Ocean by Broke for Free. 
and Organisms by Chad Crouch. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time. <laughs>